dive and allowing ourselves to look inside a Qatari travel brochure. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. In a Qatari travel brochure, do you, do you, do you read left from to right or right to left? I don't, even if it's in English, I don't know. I go top to, I go bottom to top. It, look, it, it just looks hot. Mm. <sighs> Is there anything about sunscreen? No, it, it, don't worry. The whole country has been uh, air conditioned. Oh, thank God. Oh, that's nice. Pro- yeah, they promised that to FIFA. Lovely. Mm. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the Vocal Minority Podcast. Hey. Whoa. Oh, hey, uh, hey, hey, Kristen. Hey. Really? Um, okay. <laughs> hi. Sorry, I'm, I just autopilot you know just anyway go on sorry this is like i i yeah like thanks for taking me off 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 mute so i could join in that's nice of you yeah i I don't know what you're talking about but the floor is yours go sorry go ahead well hello and welcome to this week's episode of the local minority podcast the podcast that contrary to recent evidence i do actually host uh on this week's show we talk about the best team in CONCACAF bid a club fixture farewell finally welcome olaf melberg oh i'm sorry that's the wrong dp defender and more and now this week's panel such a laughing it hmm? that's such a throwback (laughs) you're welcome uh laughing at dero welcome to duncan fletcher (laughs) yes i am we don't have to talk about that guy anymore good uh, the only real Canada fan on the show, it's Mark Hinckley. Okay, that's a bit of a stretch, but also accurate, I think. <laughs> uh, two soccer fun havers, say hello to Tony Walsh. I'd like to say a few things about Dero. Go on. <laughs> yes, please. Oh, 23 facts for- about Dwayne Rosario. <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember Dwayne Di Rosario? You'll never believe what he looks like now. <laughs> uh, As for me, I am not becoming a Forge fan. I'm not. You are. Not. I'm not. You I heard are. you just signed for them. I hate you all. I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and now to our show. Well, of course, we have to start the show off with CanCon, which means we get to talk about the Canadian national team, the kings of CONCACAF, yeah. rulers of all. Mm. Fucking right on. What a few days. Just... That, was a, that was a very Canadian phrase for you to say. Very well, fitting. It does. It does happen. You should have leaned, <laughs> like... a, little, leaned a little harder on the Fort McMurray accent, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Steven Sandor will be so upset that I didn't like go right into it. Um, So we've had two matches out of the three for this window uh, are done and dusted and they pretty much couldn't have gone better at all. Mm -hmm. Um, I I would disagree immediately. We could have put 12 past the U.S. That would have been much. I knew you were going to say that. I was waiting for that. Or eight past Honduras, whatever. 
I'd have, I'd have um, taken conceded a goal to Honduras if we could have scored eight. All right, that's fair. Mm-hmm. For, for, for balance and symmetry. Yeah, all right, fair. Um, but it was wonderful and triumphant and all of the good things. So Honduras going down into Honduras. Now Honduras is not, you know, they've obviously they're, they're, they're struggling and there's, you know, upset in the country and all of those things. Maybe the players are a bit distracted, but that's not quite it. But that was quite a dominant performance uh, from Canada at uh, San Pedro Sula. And the goal from Jonathan David, Alfonso Davies' reactions notwithstanding. Which was that, adequate, or sorry, uh, not adequate. Uh, it was uh, appropriate. That's the word I want. Yes, yes. Mm. Um, was lovely. Um, the, whole, the whole match was, to me, actually, like, surprisingly... Um, like competence, not the wrong is not the right word, but, but um, it was just a really complete performance. And I didn't fully, I didn't know what I expect, even though like this team just continues to surprise us, but that was so much fun to watch and just see this group, even without, you know, a few players, but the pieces that were there, like we're not missing as many players as people make it out to leave. We're missing Alfonso Davies, which absolutely One. sucks. Uh, um and mustachio two um who, who else is missing Dero. Dero. three sorry Dero. <laughs> of course i forgot Dero's missing oh <laughs> but, but also you know a whole bunch of the players that are there are just in preseason, essentially if that yeah yeah and just strolling around the pitch doing good things like yeah it's very controlled yes they, that's they a good way to put there, it did what they needed to do and yeah i feel like that game went pretty much 100 percent according to plan you know you uh-huh. can't obviously plan for scoring an, an, an early goal you can hope to um but yeah from once he went bundled up it's all right you know keep it uh tight don't really give them too much get some chances on the break and uh yeah if things do occasionally go wrong in defense uh you got milan boyan who's Playing just out of his fucking mind right now. So, right? Yeah. Captain Sweatpants to yeah. the rescue. Um, yeah, it's uh, the like game in Honduras. Uh, yeah, fun and not in any way uh, sort of scary or nerve wracking or anything like no. that. So, right. They, they know what they're doing and they've got this under control. It's good. Yeah. And who the fuck would have think that? I know. It's such a weird feeling, right? Mm. I mean, yeah, super accomplished uh, result and like performance. I mean, the good thing, even though we're not quite talking about the next game yet, what it did having such a controlled result was it, it definitely took the pressure off from going into the next match. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if the result would have been a draw or, or worse, the pressure going into the American match probably would have completely changed their how they had to approach that match and their mental state going into it. So the cascade effect of having this, uh, you know, for, right off the bat in this round of qualifying was just everything they could have asked for. Mm-hmm. So you think they maybe they were able to play like a little bit looser going into the match against the Americans? I, I think 
not that they at all went into that match um, with a loss on their mind, but if they'd gone into that match with only one point under their belt mm-hmm. and a bunch of teams breathing behind them or even zero points, if Honduras had pulled off a win, uh, yeah, I, I think going into the uh, match against the States probably would have, there would have been a lot more nerves uh, associated because not only were you you're then going into against a strong opponent, despite, you know, anyone who wants to say about the state um but you're then looking over your shoulder heavily at uh oh god let's not screw up our whole qualification so i i think it must have been a, a uh ability to play a, that little bit looser knowing that okay even if we got a draw today four points already out of two matches is a is already a pretty good round mm-hmm. no i i that's it's funny kind of I, like how I feel like Honduras obviously set up for the, for the U S just that, again, that mentality that I wouldn't like, I wouldn't say that they were relaxed in the second game, but they were definitely confident in the first one. They, they look like, I mean, they did look like the, Honduras didn't look like they were Honduras of last cycle, you know, no, they, no they, definitely they are, not. They are, no. they are definitely a, a, a uh, former right now um, of what they can be or used to be or whatever. They're not, not meeting their yeah. potential. Between cycles. Yeah, between cycles. Yes. Transition. There heard, you go. Uh, yes, yes. That's, heard, that's, heard, that's a hell of a Buffering. <laughs> yes. yes. I heard, I heard CONCACAF uh, is uh, asking them to change the H on their uh, kit to a lowercase H though, right now. Mm. Oh, mm. oh, when you lose, when you, when they take away your, your capitals, oh. they're not really, they're not really all caps right now. No, it's no, just harsh. That's just harsh. Yeah, they're, they're, they're um, Honduras. But to see, yeah, just to see, yeah, that like, like Duncan, like you said, like that control, um, throughout that match in Honduras, uh, somewhere where, you know, historically it's been a challenge, you know, eight, the eight, one, debacle notwithstanding it's always been a challenge and they just continue to show again and again that this is you know this is a different canadian side this is not this is not the team that traumatized us for years and years um but yeah to have that really solid performance um to see uh liam frazier can we talk about that pass from liam frazier um come in very nice art and uh, not just be okay, but to be like good, to have people talking about his play, not just the past, but the past was mwah, beautiful. Um, TFC should and- look another guy. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, like I know, like it seems like that's something that they could use, but no, nah, I guess not. Um, so there's, you know, there's a lot of standout performances, but again, like such a strong uh, team performance and very strong defensively. That's the, that's the thing I think that as this, this, this tournament, this qualifying tournament goes on and on and on is how strong they've been defensively. Mm-hmm. Five um, goals again. It's just, it's, it's, it's such a unexpected thing yeah. really considering they've had like some defensive losses and stuff but oh yeah that's the the surprise and you know if you're going to be sort of giving the john herdman credit and everything it's like all right well i think that's you know where it needs to go because we get obviously up front 
Davies is there. It's like Jonathan David. It's like Kyle Aaron's playing well now. All right. So you've got like some superstars. Is that really about the coach or about the individual talent? But and you look at the defence with all due respect to them, but, you know, Sam Adder could be a Alistair Johnston, Donnell Henry, Scott Kennedy, a Kamal Miller. There's no fucking superstars or anything there. No. These are sort of like MLS level or you know, maybe slightly not even above. quite MLS level. Can I implore you Go on. to do that entire bit over again, but add the word yet after you say world-class. <laughs> not world class yet. Are they you, they're, they're, on the, they're on the way. Yeah. Well, um, like, but yeah, I mean, this is you know, a collection of defensive talent, which is you know, okay. Uh, but I don't think particularly better than we've had previously. You know, when it was you know, sort of Kevin McKenna in there, or you know, Stolteri, or yeah. you know, we've had good defenders, or at least competent at a similar level as we have right now individual quality defenders and yeah I all of a sudden they're actually playing really freaking well and they're solid defensively and you know helping out doing things being dangerous going forward as well and it's like yeah this is the bit that doesn't make so much sense really so you know well done John Herdman and mm-hmm. uh, you know Jason DeVos whoever else has got doing the coaching and what have you I uh, that, that's the uh, the impressive part of it, really, is that you know five goals against so far. Yeah. Is... Yeah, like a little bit of a little bit of a defensive reclamation project, almost. Yeah. You know, in terms of like talking about who's who's there, like there's 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 lots of you know there's a certain level of veteran nature to some of the players. You know, who've been around, played in a few different leagues, played at multiple levels, but there's a lot of young guys who are playing in a really steady way like they're it's not the frantic defending that maybe we saw even a year ago or a year and a half ago from this side like they have they've mm-hmm. settled into this and it's been really interesting but yeah you like you mentioned scott kennedy who everyone was like who, who what who is this person um that kind of thing and so that's been that's been really really fun um and then borean who is Mm-hmm. full value for like whatever you want from this man right like as a player as a as a personality as a hamiltonian it, yeah as a hamiltonian <laughs> not the first time sorry mark sorry mark i didn't not, mean to leave that out not the first time i'm gonna say it probably won't be the second either nope <laughs> all right but, well then yeah, i mean Boyan is fantastic and this is something again I, mean, I don't really feel like he's been like this then there was always like, yeah, he's quite good, but uh, he can be a bit erratic and something's going to go wrong at some point. He's, but, you know, I, I was kind of, like, nah, we really missed out on not having the Begovic. would have been much more solid and like done better. And then just all of a sudden, Boyan's just freaking lights out. He's not just solid and doing okay and yep. not, not fucking up. He's doing really fucking good things as well. Like, and he's oh, not shit like Begovic. So let's just throw that in. <laughs> The funny, the, the funny thing about Milan Morian is like with his personality and you know that he's like an extra from Fubar. Um, <laughs> is uh, it, the best thing about it is okay, well, we can say it. You know, they are looking very likely that they're going to go to the World Cup, and mm-hmm. just the knowledge that this guy is going to be a cult hero in Canadian soccer circles for the next few decades is pretty funny. 
like, amazing. He'll be he'll be the guy who's showing up at like the soccer show in you know whatever year in the future, and be like, oh, poor man, that <laughs> cult hero of Canada soccer. It's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, feel, right. I I feel I feel like I feel like with Borean though, he's. I mean, okay, you're right. He's gonna he if he hasn't achieved cult status, he may very well achieve it. But when you look at like the trajectory of his club career, mm-hmm. it is fucking outstanding. Yeah, you know, like it really is. He's got like he yeah. had Champions League experience playing for Ludogorets, who don't make Champions League ever. Exactly. <laughs> And he's been bonkers. <laughs> but I think the funny th- the funny thing is, like, oh, okay, well, like you know, if the, if they're at the World Cup, obviously, uh, the the superstars are going to get a lot of attention from newfound fans and casual fans who you know welcome to join in on the hoopla. But uh, <laughs> I think he'll capture a lot of the kind of like oh, that guy's fun spirit, you know. Yeah, he's, sure. he's, he's the face you'll see on ironic t-shirts in the future, I think. Oh yeah. All right. Well or, then let's, let's well, there we go. Captain Sweatpants, as we uh as we call him. And as I was so I I have to say, um shout out to was I think it was Craig Forrest who like quote tweeted one of the V's tweets. It was like, and the V's who lovingly called him Captain Sweatpants. I was like, yes, we do. <laughs> At least I do, and it's catching on. So there we go. It makes me happy. Call him Captain Sweatpants. He seems to like it. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about that match on Sunday. Let's 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 let's, let's discuss. The, what, what, the, sorry, what happened? What happened? Which one's this? Um, it's the one. It's the one where I don't he's know if you were awake for it or not. Mark? Did, did, did the Cincinnati Bengals are in the fucking yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, what the fuck right? happened here? Like Icky yeah. Shuffle. Did anybody see that coming? I would have lost a lot of money. If right? I like, this is why it. I don't bet on sports because things like that happen and then, you know, it's just terrible. But I thought you were talking about the Canada match where they scored early and the rest of it was just trying to hold back the barf. Shut the fuck up. When, is it, when was this? Wait, what? Like, you Sorry. know, watching, trying to hold back the barf for 80 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I honestly am I'm actually envisioning you just go <laughs> yeah, what I pretty much. every time you look at the like, clock you did another dry heat yeah I look like the green emoji the green face emoji for pretty much for the whole fucking <laughs> oh god uh, yeah yeah let's let's talk about that let's, let's yeah. talk about let's that fucking game. game holy shit you guys mm, yeah. they won and they won fairly well. Like there was a period in time where I was like, mm, I was very worried about the midfield, but that whole match bookended on those two goals, a couple brilliant saves from Borian. And cool. he had one thing to do, which he did very well. Did dive to his he, left. What, yeah, what else did he have to do? Um. Well, they first one good save. The emotional anchor for the team. Sure, he did that well, but yeah, it, it's yeah. This, then this is kind of what it comes down to, really. Hey, US had a lot of possession and a bit of pressure and that sort of thing, but ah, they did fuck all with that. I know, suckers. Mm-hmm. God, that was fun. That was so much fun. Yeah, and 
I feel like you know, towards the end of the first half, it was getting a little like, mm, okay, they, they were putting more pressure on and it didn't look as if well, this isn't going to be good. The second half was pretty much a laugher. Oh, yeah. Really? I mean, maybe not for Tony. He was apparently throwing up the whole time. But <laughs> No, I was I, swallowing my throw up. Ah, mm, good point, good point. Mm, that's um, lovely. But yeah, I, I don't think that the U.S. looked dangerous and as they were about to score like, once, really. They didn't have any kind of extended moments of pressure or anything. As you know, again, you know, controlled. And I think this is Canada's tactics. Yeah, sure, have possession, that's fine. You're not going to do anything with us. If you get too close, we'll sneakily or not so sneakily foul you. Yeah. The, a lot of that. And you know, some pretty like, nasty and hefty challenges in there as well. Yeah. So, all right. They're going I was surprised play the physical game. Um, yeah. I, I feel like they, they could have been for sure. And uh, yeah, then we'll say eventually we're going to hit you on the break at some point. And uh, we did that a bunch of times. And eventually, uh, yeah. It was all, it all very much went to plan. And again, it, it's, it feels weird to be uh, talking about it like that, but. Yeah. I know. Well, it was what, what, the one thing, one okay. of the things that struck me even before the game started, like when the, when the, the starting 11s were, were announced for both sides. And I remember looking at the, looking at ours and being, you know, considering who's available and stuff like, again, which is most of who you want to be available, you know, yes, yeah, Sam Piet's out, but Stockio can't play, blah, blah, blah. But that's still that's still a solid starting 11 and a, you know, more than decent bench. Um, and then I looked at the American 11 and I was like, eh. you know, like that's literally, I was like, I am not, as a fan, I don't look at this 11 and think, oh man, fuck, this is going to be so hard. Exactly. Like, oh. And yeah. there's nothing. There really is nothing impressive. Of, like, like they truly. have good players. Like, there's talent there, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're well, missing not, some. They're missing some players. But, but this lineup does not strike even the slightest. Here. I saw no. this. Yeah. If Pulisic, Pulisic has like an amazing game, it'll get. It'll end in a draw. Like honestly, yeah, that was pretty much yeah. it. No, I, I was just gonna say, I kind of noticed. I don't know. I was maybe it was maybe wishful thinking, but when they were lined up for the national anthem, it was like their body language is really kind of funny. The Americans, they didn't really there. There wasn't a great air of confidence that you usually expect to you know get from Americans. It was, it was kind of really of coming out tactical confusion for the uh, sort of anthems and everything. They're all to come kind of like linked hands and everything, and that makes it really hard to put <laughs> your hand over your chest. Which is, yeah. and, come on, you're just fucking things up no, for yourself here. But there was just, I don't know, something, maybe I was trying, reading too much into it, but just, it, there was something about their, their body language that just didn't look uh, prepared at, right off the get-go. And when I look at them, when you look at the team, yes, listen, I'm not going to shit on that team. There's a ton of talent there. But you know what? It, it strikes me that they're, they're, they strike me as a very overdone NCAA team. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of like strong, like some really good players in there, like Weston McKinney and some, some good winners in there who play for some good clubs, but they they struck me as a very collegiate team, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I totally know what you mean. I hadn't thought of of it until you said it. Maybe not not a lot of nous, like not a lot of, uh, and not necessarily meaning the dark arts or anything, but just that kind of like football 
you know, yeah, been yeah. there, done that, which yeah. the Americans will have always had what love them or hate them. The likes of MC and then Donovan, and, you know, those guys are just knew how to win and fucking mm-hmm. annoying, but they were winners. They, they just seem to be a very young team. There are 11 yeah. random creative players. Yeah, kind of, but they just strike me as very collegiate, very NCAA ish. I don't know, mm-hmm. which is maybe not fair. Cause I'm, I'm probably, I don't know their backgrounds enough of the, of the club, but I'm sure a lot of them have developed clubs, not the NCAA, but that's just what, it, that, that was the feeling that, that that team gave off to me. Mm-hmm. And I guess another will be they're being in a way just overcoached or what have you. I, you know, I think a lot of the Americans on Twitter that I read there are you know, not happy with Greg Berhalter and they're suggesting, oh, yeah, you've got all this talent and this talent, but he's determined to be doing this one specific thing that you know, maybe doesn't really work out all the time. And you know, people are suggesting that, oh, shit, yep, they, all the players are like, thinking too much about, oh, having to they play this specific way that isn't working out. So I don't know. It's, it's just a uh, a coaching thing. But, yeah, there's what talented a- names and some big, big clubs on the list there. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, that seems impressive. But it does. But they look like a, a team that is being put together and being... Uh, brought into more than some of its parts? Absolutely not. No. The reaction of a U.S. men's fans, uh, while understandably <laughs> emotional after it. Oh, listen, we, we, we would be the same. So understandably emotional, but the, the uh, particular um, common theme going back to a lot of fans was enough of this dropping in MLS coaches into the national team. That seemed to be, that was a, 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 some, a recurring theme. I don't mm, know if that's, that's right or wrong, but it was a very interesting um, huh. bogeyman being yeah. put out by quite a few people. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they, you know, they need to go get themselves a high-profile European coach. Obviously. Is, is, yeah. is a German, available? A German yeah. who could well, fix who's, teams. Who's, who's coaching their women's program? Um, so with John Herdman, um, you know, and again, I think we can all agree that he gets to keep this job for as long as he wants right now. Oh yeah, no, it's it's no longer it's, it's you know coach for life. Whatever. No longer but, national team coach. It's the John Herdman role. Yes. Well, let's see. What, let's see what happens <laughs> in El Salvador. But <laughs> I, 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 anyway. But what was really interesting after the game against the Americans, you know, obviously the players have really as again, as these last couple of years have gone on in these last few months, as they get closer and get more cohesive and everything seems to be falling into place, you know, they clearly go to the wall for him, but you have players talking about it in interviews now. Um, and uh, Borean actually said, you know, someone said, well, what's different? And he's like, John Herdman, mm-hmm. this is the difference is we have this guy in charge and you know, there, and there have been, you know, like we've heard little rumblings about some changes in terms of like coaching personnel and players a little bit. And they really have, I think, sort of distilled down the type of player and who they want and what they're doing with this, with this squad going forward now and then for the next five years. And I, it's really, it's really interesting to watch, but it's also really exciting to have that as, um, something that we get to, we get to watch and enjoy and, and, and see unfold and have been able to watch it change. Like, like you just go back the last, just look at the last two years. It's so different. It's what's so different. different. For, what's different for me um, in particular, like over the last little while is 
my my feelings towards you know when they got off to a good start my feelings towards the the team the program was like oh man it'd be great to just like sneak that third place or you know win that fourth and get just get to the world cup and experience is great to now being like hmm i wonder who we're going to draw in a group and where we can grab points yeah because this because this team this is not a team that looks like one that goes to the world cup and rolls over or no. gets no no goals in three matches you know this looks like it's like hmm okay well let's see who we get and what happens from there yeah and so, we've been second in group g Hmm. <laughs> who, do you, who, who do you think finishes first in group a like yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, canada can can totally be the the iceland of of concacaf mm-hmm. we've got the clap already so we're, yes we're good. we've got the, clap, got the cold weather <laughs> <laughs> and you know we've got the team that kind of comes out of nowhere and surprises people but yeah one weekend one good. weekend in hamilton and you leave yeah. with a clap i am 100 percent ready for Canada knocking England out in the first group stage uh, at, the, at the World Cup, it could percent could happen. Tasty. Uh, I'm, I'm pulling for the uh, the England Canada Australia group. <laughs> <laughs> and we all lose to Japan. Yeah. No. Well, well, some other Commonwealth country who, who I don't know one of the awesome like African um, countries all, are still in the Commonwealth. We all get knocked mm. out by Nigeria. That would be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, right. to, to get back to your point, I mean, a year or two, I'd say about a year ago, I was still thinking, yeah. all right, well, we're in this fucking octopus. That's going to be great fucking experience. It's going to exactly. be a lot of tough games. We're not going to get anywhere. No. That's fine because this is going to be a whole bunch of like tough games in, you know, going to play competitive games in Central America. Getting oh, yeah. That. Fantastic experience. And that's all I wanted. And exactly. Then, look at it. Look at us. Look, look at us now. Look at us. Who'd have thunk it? Six plays. Look at us. Look at us here. Yeah. Everyone, mm-hmm. everyone, everyone have Paul Rudd firmly fixed in their heads. Good. Yeah. Um, so is it still four is this still four four teams in every group for the upcoming world cup i believe so yeah it's, it's a 32 so. so physically possible for england canada australia and new zealand in a group <laughs> <laughs> oh man that was, that's you know that's just gonna be an annoying group honestly oh i've never i've never so gotten funny. mad at a kiwi for a thing in my life and that <laughs> That includes Jeremy Brocky. And honestly, I will just, oh God, can we just switch with anyone? You know, anybody. Argentina, you want a piece of this? Uh, excuse me, teacher. Can I have a different group, please? These guys don't want to do their work. I would like to be in a different group, please. It would be like the Spider-Man meme of, of the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. All right, let's 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 touch on some stuff from the from the match though, because um, we just we just went, yes. to, which was great. This has been fun. Um, so, as alluded to earlier mm-hmm. in the in the show, Kyle Laren, damn it, Kyle, stop <laughs> making me almost like you. Damn it, Kyle! <laughs> Kyle! Kyle! Damn it, Kyle! Kyle. Like seriously, that is all that is in my head every time he scores a nice goal or any goal. But especially when it's a nice, it's like, oh, fuck you and your goddamn talent. Stop it. You should have two. Yes. Um, so Kyle Aaron with the early goal, the early lovely goal, uh, takes away the scoring title from Dwayne Di Rosario. 
forever <laughs> endearing him to Duncan Fletcher. Well, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not over. Come, you know. Yeah, he'll be back. <laughs> when when D Rose suits up for the World Cup. There's Wait. there's what twenty eight people, twenty eight names that get named to that roster. He's training. There's gonna be D some Rose good, an alternate. He's training. There's gonna be some good <laughs> stages to jump. The stages need to be jumped on. That's true. That's true. Yep. Official stage jumper. Yep. He'll 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 probably just mm-hmm. button line on the airplane over there. Just just hops in. Yep. I'm here for it. Fair. Just huh. just for mostly yes, for the so. comedy, but there's a part of me would be okay with Dwayne Rosario getting two minutes <laughs> in a game. You guys don't like the movie Rudy? What's wrong with you? <laughs> anyway, was lovely. Um, and yes, I. Although what did my dad text? He's like, he's like, Kyle Laren could score the winning goal for Canada in a World Cup final, and I still don't like him. <laughs> this, uh, this is like a family thing, then, right? Yeah, <laughs> it is. Man, that's where's your line, Kristen? Come on. I don't. I don't know that my line is that, but I'm just this is my mm. father's line. I'm not sure that I'm quite that invested in your Kyle Laren. Just, just like... gathers around the harvest table to. Uh... <laughs> The North, the North Canadian clan, yes. Kristen, could score the winning goal for Canada, and I would change my tune. Okay. Asmir right <laughs> yeah. uh, as fed to by Owen Hargraves. I was right. just about to I say, like, you guys are the greatest. <laughs> Teal Bunbury. Teal Bunbury. Oh, no. 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 I don't know. There's a, yeah. there's a sub that went Jonathan de Guzman. Oh. Um, yeah. okay. talk, <laughs> talking of like overrated Americans, though, you know, oh, Matt Turner. Oh, yeah, he's like such a good goal. Just sound oh, right? oh, absolutely he's fucking the best goalie out there. Fuck off. Garbage. Fuck he very much have served that shot from Lauren. And uh, yes, yeah, yeah that's the, the big difference. Like, eh, your goalie let a soft one in. Our goalie let a fucking Arsenal's third keeper. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> also, also, why is Jordan Morris now built like character actor Tom Sizemore? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is something to know. He looks fucking bulky. Like, how exactly? And you can, he did not look comfortable moving around out there. So, mm-hmm. whoever's telling him to bulk up. Should be fired. Yeah, well, well played. Oh, um, I can I, I if as we're going on about Americans, um, um, I gave a rousing ovation for the substitution of Serginho Dest uh, as he came off the pitch. <laughs> Barcelona, huh? Is it is it is it B or is it the one in Ecuador? Because there's nothing that I saw. Barcelona's got to be suggest fun. that yes. Is, is this like, is this like how Balu Tabla plays for Barcelona? Oh, probably. Like, is, it, is it is it that probably. kind of thing? Like, I I couldn't believe it. it's like oh so you're the guy we're supposed to be impressed by. Uh, let me know when it happens. Uh, Adama Traore is currently sitting in his locker. <laughs> <laughs> and and any, any empty space with Sergio Des was going to come back to is just filled with baby oil. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I'm moving on from that now. So Kyle Aaron, all right. So Kyle Aaron is now currently Canada's scoring leader um, all time, and uh, congratulations, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Duncan forward. calls it a hero. Duncan calls it a hero. <laughs> Uh, pretty much I look forward to him and David just uh, kind of like swapping it back and forth for the next decade reasonable that'd be delightful 
That would be delightful. Um, but let's talk about Sam out of Cook Bay. I hear there's love only this. one of him. I love him so much. Sam He's been there's only such one a great Sam story over the last six months. One Sam out of Cook Bay. And his, like, just the way he has, you know, secured his position on this squad as, as like, as a starter and, but, and has, like, such a great personality, such a great person to root for. And, you know, one of those players who may have, like, fallen through the cracks before, but now, here he is. Um, mm-hmm. Automatic, you know, 11. And he wanted that goal. Like, he's, he, he was trying. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes, he, he was, did. He was trying multiple throughout that match, but oh, I, that... I enjoyed uh, the Terry Dunfield the, after the the free kick that he took. Yes, I think Gareth Wheeler said, "This is what you know." What do you think about that free kick? And Terry Dunfield was like, "Well, he was, was confident." <laughs> yes, he did think that he could score from there. He yep. did not do well, but yes, he was confident. <laughs> and he had another the uh, the ill-advised shot to, yes. towards the end as well. It's like, wow, you are fucking desperate to score here, aren't you? And then he, he fucking did that. And then he did that. Craziness. Like, what a crazy individual effort. Like, and, and the audacity to take the shot from where he did and just, bam. Mm-hmm. World-class fucking balls. Seriously. Like, just absolute Are they titanium? Like, Jesus, man. <laughs> Like, and I, what was funny is about that goal because, like, so we were, the wife was watching it, and so that was amazing. You go, he's a defender. She's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> he took that as if he's been doing that to goalies all his fucking life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, to be fair, and Matt fucking Turner, to defenders. he was not going to stop anything. But holy fuck, what a goal. And just absolute class. Fuck. Yeah, and think ninety fifth minute is that all right? This is all about let's just defend him, let's just get the ball out of there, and you know, and what the fuck? He's running up to like, oh, you know, we're gonna like hoof the ball. I'm gonna try and win it and do something. What? You should be trying to defend. That's all you should be focused on. But no, he's gonna go and fucking win the ball and go off and do fucking that. Trying do something spectacular, jerk. Like honestly, yeah. who told you you were allowed to do that? Yeah. Um, I didn't have it in the right down, but I do want to give a shout out just because I've watched this clip so many times today on my way to work and on my lunch break. Um, the Are junior toilet nutmeg. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, but then, but, but Daniil Henry's reaction on the sideline. I, oh, I did not see that. a Cypriot nightclub. Oh my God, it was amazing. <laughs> I couldn't, I could not fucking believe the audacity of Hoylet doing all that shit. Well, like if that had resulted in a goal, he would have deserved to be thrust oh, into God, the yeah. spotlight for the rest of his life. Because like, it was just disturbing how he was undressing fucking players. Mm-hmm. That temperature, right. that's rude. And coming on as a sub, <laughs> just like, well, I didn't start, but let me show you what's going to happen yeah. now. Yeah, that nutmeg was like the third guy that he had... Uh, you know, oh, yeah. just yeah. no was, particular move. It yeah. was so fucking amazing. If- I, you know, we talk, we we do talk about Hoy a little lot, but it has been, it has been a pleasure watching him 
develop with this team and become more and more and more with this team. And just, it's great. I was very reluctant. I was uncertain when he first joined, he seemed like too much of an individual player, not a team player, didn't seem to have the effort, but oh, it's night and day now. And it is delightful watching him on the pitch. It's great. I feel, I feel extra good. I keep, you know, keep asterisking, even though it's silly with them going to the world cup, but it's just ingrained, but I feel extra good for the players who took the chance to play for Canada. You know, when Canada came calling, they, they gave it a go, you know, with this not on the horizon, I feel extra good for those guys who really like, you know, said, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna join up with this team. And even though I have other options I could take, which, are more likely, you know, on paper to get me to a world cup or whatever. I feel, I feel not, not maybe I shouldn't say extra good. I feel good for everybody. Those who've been toiling in the system for their whole careers, but uh, yeah, it, it's really nice for the the players who, who had the option and chose Canada. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. oh, actually just, just being in that, something I, I meant to discuss or bring up when we were talking about on the Honduras match. Um, can we just talk about Atiba for a second and his reaction when that second goal went in, when Jonathan David scored his post-match interview? Like I was, I was in tears watching that to see what that meant to him. And like, if there was ever, if there was ever a player that they should all be, you know, like we talk about this, you know, like he's, he's the men's team's Christine Sinclair, right? Like they do it for her. These guys are do, doing it for him because Atiba yeah. fucking deserves this. Oh, I, and, I'll expand on what I, what I just said about, about players joining man, him, just his world cup Panini sticker alone oh, is, is worth. I want 20 like, of just, those. Just him at the world cup is such a reward for Canada to be in the World Cup. Just that's just awesome. And they better. I don't care. I don't give shit if that guy's ankle fucking blows up a week before the World Cup. He, you bring him there, you know, on a floating dais like Jabba the Hut. I don't give oh, a shit. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say. I want. I want like. Yeah. I want lesser. I want academy players from every Canadian club like carrying him around for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've talked about Borean a lot, but we do have to like talk about like his performance has been great. And Duncan, like you, you brought up a great point, uh, or I think, you know, like about the fact that, you know, he's competent, but it was always like, he was kind of like very Daniel Henry asking that you could count on him for one like massive screw up. And it was like, when's it going to happen? Is it going to come when it costs you the match? Or is it going to be early enough that you can sort of like swipe it away? And as this goes on, he gets, he seems to get more and more dialed in. And I don't know if he's feeding off of his teammates, if he's feeding off the crowd or it's just, you know, like the, the, the prize is in sight. Right. So he's just becoming more and more laser focused. And, mm-hmm. um, and this is like three straight games. Now he's made ridiculously good. The lead saving, but saves. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah, wow, this guy is just racking up the, the the points that he's earning for the team. It's remarkable stuff. But then the sweatpants. So, mm. um, 
it, it, it is it is worth noting that you know and we were kind of like hoping it's like oh good it's a cold weather game the sweatpants will be out um uh, shout out to bobby brizzo for making a two stick out of a pair of sweatpants in the v section on sunday legend absolute <laughs> legend. absolute fucking legend and oh, it was brilliant worth it 100 percent worth it Thanks a lot, Katsar, for being a hot ass country. Right? Yeah, ruined everything. Couldn't make it one air conditioned stadium so we could get that shit. Idolized forever in said Panini sticker book. Right next to Atiba is the sweatpants. The sweatpants need his own sticker. (laughs) Yeah, one of the special sparkly ones. Oh, yes. I, I, I honestly can't, was like hoping for. When that you know the, the 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 traveling trove of soccer artifacts, uh, you know when they come to various museums, Pele's boots, you know, uh, uh, kit of Diego Maradona when he first played for 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 Boca, um, Boyan's pants, like right in that dog. pantheon of like legendary football artifacts, it would deserve it. And, and, now, and now we're getting denied because we got to play it in the desert. But a piece, a piece of the pants are going to the Canadian Soccer Hall of Fame. Oh my god! Oh, like the Shroud of Turin. Okay, okay. Did, it's, it's 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 done. Did okay. you so, say a piece a piece of the pants? Yes, they've cut a section out. What, what, that, that, I don't done? know why it's not the whole pants. I don't know. I just saw this and went. I, went, I thought it was great. Does that mean he, does that mean he has to now have like a hobo patch over them for this next match? <laughs> Maybe. And which section did they cut out? I I didn't ask. I don't know. The cod Um, piece, Duncan. The cod piece. Yes. Okay, so so the idea of the whole swatch thing. Okay, hear me out. So check this out. So in in packs of soccer cards, because this is what I do, um, as kind of like to incentivize collectors to go after them. Uh, what they'll do is they'll 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 get a they'll get a game worn shirt, cut it all up. And put us like basically a swatch of a jersey in a card that you might be lucky enough, lucky enough to get into a pack. How many boxes do I buy to ensure I get a swatch of his sweatpants? You all of them. Oh, I buy them all. It's all. <laughs> I'm going to corner the market. I'm going to rebuild the pants from card swatches. <laughs> all right. Here's the, here's, here's, here's the tweet. Sorry. Um, a piece of the of of Milan Bukovarian's goalkeeper pants and his captain's armband from Canada's two 0 victory in his hometown Hamilton will head to the Canada Soccer Hall of Fame. That's all it says. But there you go. Piece of the pants. So you're going to ruin the pants, but not have all of the pants. All the luck is going to fall out now. Mm. Well, and more than one, that. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing though with Milan Bukovarian, I all right. It's a 1-0 game. You know, things are tight. Presumably there's some time wasting to be done. Where the fuck was Milan Boyan's cramp? He didn't get cramp against the States. What the fuck? There was no need. He was he, he was well hydrated. Yes. Mm. Uh-huh. Like he didn't he didn't want to appear weak in his hometown of Hamilton. I, yep. I, I, as much as we're going on about the pants, I would like to uh, give a shout out to the armband. Uh, seeing him as a captain, yeah, was 
probably what it should have been at the beginning of the cycle. The leadership that he's taken on as far as like getting, like stealing his teammates to, you know, focus on the game. Don't worry about the superfluous shit. Uh, can we talk about his Richie Larea wrangling? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just his inter- intervention. Honestly, yes. honestly, I like. He should if, get extra pay for that. If 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 somebody who looks like Milan Borian came up to me, put his his hand around my chest and said, "Calm the fuck down," and I looked at him. I'm just thankful he's not asking me for my money because, like, I would be <laughs> scared. And and, and that's know. not Richie to Larea say that was... he's like he's not a scary person. He seems like a delight. But like when he's got like staring into another galaxy. When he's got that, you know, you need to you need to calm the fuck down. Look on his face. Even I calm down. I'm not even playing. Him with the armband is the right. It's the right thing, and I and it's weird to say this, but I wonder if that even steals him further from like one fuck up a game. Like the, it's like, he's got added responsibility and he is like all the way dialed in. Not to say that he hasn't, like he hasn't been, he's made some outstanding fucking saves, but I don't know, man, that, that, that armband looks so perfect on him. And, and I'm not one that really gets up for like, Oh, so-and-so's the captain. So-and-so's the captain. Nine no, times out of ten, it doesn't really do. resonate with me, but seeing him with it, it's like, yes. If it's not Atiba, it should be him, and well, I yeah, fully agree not, with that. That's not a slight against Atiba. I, no, I know that. Is, by no, any stretch, it was perfect. It looked, it looked very right. And besides, every time you see a Milan Borian post-match uh, circle pump the guys up speech, including all the swears and John Herb- the look on John Herbin's face when he starts dropping F-bombs, which is still one of the, my favorite things ever. Like, come on, how can you not be, like, fired up? It's great. True. Hear me out. D-Row. Honorary captain. Um, mm. Okay. No. no? Duncan? No. 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 Thought I'd put it out there. No. Uh, we, 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 yeah. Um, no. So Mark, all the penalty. Yes. Mark, Mark, Mark was the lone representative of the Book Minority podcast at Sunday's match. Um, selfish. Man. Uh, yeah, I selfishly stayed home. Um, and I, again, I really wanted to go, but honestly, for me, it was a better decision. But Mark, mm. tell us in a thousand words or less. What was it like being there? How cold was it really? Fucking electric. And then the game started. I can honestly say that uh, I don't, I, I, this is absolutely, this is hometown bias, but I was so fucking jazzed for this game as were a lot of the other people who I know who are, Forge season ticket holders who are Hamiltonians. Like the whole notion that this was fucking happening there, here. Like I, I still couldn't, I still can't believe it. And I was there and I know the result. And then the game happened. And then the first goal happened in front of us. Like I couldn't fucking believe it. And I feel like there was a constant we can't believe this either. Like just throughout the section, not, you know, it's just one of those, like 
kind of a fairy tale-ish theme, shall we say. Uh, fans were obviously in great spirits. The result went our way. Some of us froze. The poor, the poor bastards. In se- if you sat in section 109 and I guess 108, I can't uh-huh. remember what the division is. They were in the shade the entire game. Ooh. When, that, when, the, oh, when the game was over and the sun set, the temperature plummeted and we were in the sun. So I have no idea how those assholes did it because holy <laughs> crap, it got really, really cold. Um, but full marks to those guys for, for obviously being bundled and being ready for it. Very well done. Um, yeah, it's just it. The whole thing's a bit fairy tale, really. Um, also, I uh, as an aside, um, uh, if you were one of the people who were driving around looking for parking, and you genuinely thought there was going to be parking spots within <laughs> two blocks of the fucking stadium, I want to just understand how your thought process suburban is this mentality did you really fucking think that through honestly we parked about seven blocks away and i knew where like obviously i know where i'm going so but it's the people who are literally driving down a street towards the stadium as if that there was going to be this mythical parking lot that opened up this was like 45 minutes before the game kicked off and you could see you could see car like there were no streets there was no street parking anywhere near the stadium that they were driving towards it did they think that people in hamilton park far and then fill backfill that's not how this shit works <laughs> couldn't fucking believe it what the hell's wrong with you so if if you happen to be listening to this and you were one of those people never never identify yourself to me as one of them all right all right, I Mark, less of you. Mark, I want you to focus on the game experience. The game you... was, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the hell is to say, Kristen. It was. Right. Well, how cold was the, it, Mark? It was no, one of the kidding. greatest fucking things I've ever seen in person. And that includes me being at the Toronto-Montreal second leg thing, which is obviously Ooh. one of the greatest games ever made. Um, th- Like, it was just, it was insane. We beat the, we beat our old enemy, 2-0 yeah. in Hamilton. And Sam Atacubi, goddamn legend, got the roar that he deserved. Um, the only other thing I would throw in, um, and Tej kind of Tej Zahoda, friend of the show at Bodical, mm-hmm. follow him. Um, he 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 was he was I guess up in the deck on the other side, okay. and did a pan of the of the of our side side I was on, with the caption. 50% capacity in quotations with the little smug, like, oh yeah, really icon emoji. Because looking at his size, like that doesn't look like it's quite, that looks like it's a little over 50, maybe 60% capacity. You could see empty seats, but yeah. it was more than half full. Our side was definitely more than half full. So uh, I'm not going to say that, that somebody is doing something funny, but there was way more than 12,000 people there. And I'm okay with that. I don't give a shit, but that's funny. That was like, okay, that's just, it's a chef's kiss. Really? It's like, let's get Fair. more people in. Don't say nothing. <laughs> um, 
I did see one wanker with. I'm, a, I'm picturing. I'm picturing like you know, like security oh guards like lifting up the the, the wire fence. Hey, 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 guys, yeah. come in through here. Oh, I I wouldn't doubt that. I wouldn't doubt it at all. If if anyone's ever been to Tim Hortons Field, it does not look like the. Uh, it does not look like your typical stadium fortress type scenario. It looks like is there's probably a couple places along the chain link fence you could gently push oh, you and get just in. stroll no, through push. pretty much, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, it was um, it was it was it was a party family atmosphere, and it, like I like it was a party, but it was a family atmosphere because it really felt like being around family. That's not a Hamilton joke. I mean, I saw a lot of regular V's like just that I see all the time, but like if it really felt like we had all seen something absolutely magical, clearly we did, but holy shit. And to be able to just be around that, like I, I did, I did think of you guys without question, Duncan, I know you were celebrating a birthday, but happy um, birthday, Duncan. Happy birthday, Thank guys. you. Uh, and while I understood, like it was cold, it genuinely was cold. Like I had, I had three layers underneath my jacket and two pairs of socks. And I was fine, but it's still fucking cold. You did. But, you you were on you were on TV briefly too, Mark. Uh, I've apparently yes. I've my mom caught me, which is very strange because I didn't even know my mom knew there was a soccer game on, and she knows <laughs> she knew where I went. Um, hey, hey, saw you in your hat. Yeah, the hat. Yes. I feel like hat. I feel like that's my I feel like that's my thing. I'm gonna be that's like signifier. I'm gonna be like the Tilly hat soccer guy, like you know, old man <laughs> white old white man hat guy. So. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Somebody, my brother even messaged me. He's like, you're on TV. That's uh, awesome. But uh, I, I, I wish you guys were there. Like for sure. I, I, question. Yeah. I have like Health, some regrets. Weather, but... fear, yeah. obligation, notwithstanding. I absolutely, only thing would have made it better is if you guys were there. Aw, we love you too. Yeah. Um, well, one more thing where we try to move on from this, cause we could just clearly we've almost done an entire show on this, just one thing, because it's amazing and wonderful and awesome. And it's just one of the coolest fucking things we get to experience as Canadian soccer fans. Um, it's talking about the fans and obviously I'm, I'm, you know, a member of the V's and I do want to give a shout out to my fellow Voyagers, uh, because I, was not able to be there to help get things set up this time. I wasn't involved in the game day setup and Jamie and Rob and Aubrey and Al and all the volunteers that came out. Um, Alan, the guys from Barton street battalion, um, everybody that participated on Sunday to get the flag set up to get the flags back. Although we lost way more flags than we would have liked, but that's okay. But all the work that's gone in um, since the last match, since Edmonton, to get people excited about this. Um, but yeah, so much work went into Sunday. Just thank you for everybody that helped. Thank you for everybody that bought tickets in those sections and brought it. Like we talk about losing noise at Tim Hortons field and it was fucking loud. It was loud on TV. You guys were always heard. The fans were immense in that match. Um, and while the whole stadium was so engaged, 
the Voyager sections were the loudest, the most engaged, the flags were great. Uh, we got so much feedback. So thank you everybody that's reached out, sent messages, tagged us and stuff, reels, posts, whatever, videos. It's been amazing to have so many new and old faces on board for this. And um, yeah, I've, it's, I was really proud to be a Voyager on Sunday. And so thank you everybody that participated and that continues to participate and support uh, not just the team, but support the supporters and be part of this journey with us. So um, we'll hopefully see, we'll see what the next match. No, we don't know where it is yet. Once we know, we will tell you. <laughs> um, and uh, just keep, keep in touch with us. Keep, uh, keep chatting with us and we will, we will be there for you guys. It's great. Where's the game going to be, Kristen? Yeah, where? Where? Where's the game? I don't know. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I don't know when tickets are going on sale. I don't know where the game is. Sorry, hang on. What? Duncan, let's let's try a different try different tactic. Tony. Yeah. you ask? Can you ask Kristen where the next game? Kristen. Hey, Tony. What's up? So the game in Toronto. There was a game in Toronto like a few months ago. Yeah, it was awesome. No, the there? one coming up. Uh, I mean, I mean the game. I mean the game in in Vancouver. Yeah, you know Duncan. that one I'm talking about. Duncan, I think it's working. <laughs> That's good. That was, that was, yeah. Uh, you ever think there should be a game in Halifax? That could happen. You know, right? I think it would be great if there was a game on the East Coast at some point. That would be really oh, exciting you? for East Coast oh, fans. But uh, oh, I have no idea when that will be. Oh, interesting. If, if there was a great game like that, when do you think tickets would go on sale? <laughs> we know nothing. Nothing. Yeah, they don't know nothing about February 20th. I don't know Take what you're talking time. about. Are you talking about a viewing party for the women's match? We, I might know something about that. <sighs> Look at her dodge. Look at her dodge. <laughs> you know we you know we had the last couple of weeks guys nobody dodging no questions. dodging <laughs> no. <laughs> it's good for you you got complacent you didn't have to you didn't have to ask the hard-hitting questions um <laughs> your absence made us soft <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to dodge any virtual carrots like come on um we got to anyway. finish a show in like 80 minutes or something <laughs> that's true i know i talk so much <laughs> mm. Mm. This segment's anyway. got us at the 80 minute mark, I think. I know. <laughs> so, we, should have, we should at least reach 86. That would be nice. Mm, that would be nice. And then cut. Mm. All right. Yes, so top like of the Canada, table. Canada World Cup. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Und- undefeated. Mm-hmm. Stretch it um, to 86. Stretch, stretch it to 86 minutes there. Just, just, just amazing, amazing, amazing. And uh, so there's a match tomorrow night, day after recording, uh, in El Salvador. Oh, you know where that one is? It's in El Salvador. Oh, look at that. I know. Wow. So, so, so you sounds like know you know where, for that, where matches sorry. are being held. <laughs> yeah, which one is it, um, Kristen? Keep your story straight. <laughs> do we want to do some predictions? Should we just throw out some predictions for this match? Fuck, 6-0 Canada. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> flying I so high. 3-0. 3-0 Flying Canada. so high. You guys were cowards, by the way. I just want to throw that out there. Truth, we were absolute yeah. fucking chicken shit cowards. But mm-hmm. um, whatever, mm-hmm. I'm not holding it against you. Mm-hmm. Clearly not at all. No, chicken, yeah. chicken shit is the shit of the sea. Two, two. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna go two nil. Uh, I'm going Canada. three nil. I'm going one one nil. Come down. 
after oh. you know hangover but but still solidly in control there okay with one one it's still very difficult to win away games in CONCACAF in Central America unless Fair. you're playing Honduras uh, one one we come out of this whole thing with seven points out of these All three right. games decent and, uh, yeah huzzah mm. alright a couple other things before we leave CanCon and uh, speed our way through some TFC talk um, amazing we don't have time Speaking of the Canadian men's national team, uh, former stalwart of the team, uh, Nick Ledgerwood has retired. That's like eight minutes. Yeah. Sorry, that was a that's a joke from uh, that was... Calgary played Hamilton. Yes. Uh, how many the, um, the Ledgerwoods worth of time? <laughs> Sorry. I even forget the context. I just know that it was eight minutes. Sorry, anyway, yes. Um, yeah, it's just you know, and, and he's had a you know he's had a solid career. Um, kind of in the, sad, sort of in a campiel kind of way that he was you know he was one he was one of the, like the big names when the league launched, right? Like ooh, Nick Ledgerwood, um, and was still you know on the you know still on the fringes of the Canadian squad, although that was winding down, but. You know he has been, you know, good a good soldier, and he was, you know, he's a solid player. He was fun to watch. He's got a great name. Um, so yeah, thanks, thanks for everything, Nick. Good luck mm-hmm. with whatever it is you do next. He'll be missed. Yeah, got to fifty caps with Canada. Yep, That's twelve years of like wandering all over Germany by the looks of things, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's all over run. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, in stressful news for me, <clears throat> late this afternoon, I don't know what to do about this, you guys. <laughs> so Ashton Morgan, who, as everybody knows, is one of my very favorite players. I love Ashton Morgan. I love Ashton Morgan. Signed for lovely. one of her new favorite teams. Um, I don't know what to do. It's awful. They fucking signed for Forge. Chris, you, you don't want nice things for Ashton Morgan? I do want nice things for Ashton Morgan. I just don't want him to play for Hamilton. Kristen, how many yes. Pacific games have you been to? None. How many York games have you been to? None. How many Forge games have you been to? Two. <sighs> Go on. Why don't you want him to sign for a Canadian Super Club? Yeah. Well, that, that yeah. is the other question. How is how is Hamilton signing everybody? Because he probably signed a contract with the Ticats. And that's how we're getting around it. <laughs> look, I've already stated as a four seasons ticket holder, day one, that this is some crazy <laughs> mathematics that's going on. So this doesn't actually surprise me nearly as much as everybody else. Actually, I would have been shocked if he had signed for Ottawa. Because Bob Young's gonna de- will definitely put in an offer. It's insane. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. It does boggle my mind that looking at what they have on their team now, and as someone pointed out in another chat, you know, like they've 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 signed two of my favorite players from the Aquaman, and now one of my favorite play. Like I just like. They are testing me. This is this feels like just a giant like 
hey, Kristen, hey, Kristen, Kristen, poke, 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 poke. It's really, yeah, it's testing me. All these things you like right here. Uh, Not that far away. Mm. The fucking color is orange. Mm. I hope they signed this show. <laughs> it will be the official I'm, podcast. I'm willing. <laughs> Obviously, they have lots of dough, so. That you know. is a good point. Mm. And, I, mm. and I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I've seen the, I've seen the, uh, I've seen the budget and um, it's not going to take that much Albanian Lex to, to sell. Really? I was going to say, do they, do they have a, a good podcast budget? Um, Probably not. Anyway, I, I am happy for Ashton Poor Morgan Forge. to <laughs> have what should be an opportunity to play regular minutes best team in the cpl till Um, till she dies (laughs) unlike when he was playing for rsl even though he played a bit more frequently last season towards the end of the season because they had injury concerns but i would like him to actually you know play the funny thing what will be what will be a funny thing for him on this squad though is like he's 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 a veteran like because of how long he's been playing like he's not how how old is he 27 Hmm, sounds about right. Yeah. Maybe even more than that. I don't know. Ashton Morgan. Oh my God. Ashton Morgan is 30. Yeah. That, okay. that adds up. I feel like he's been around forever. Well, I was just I'm trying to remember how old he was when he started with TFC, right? Because he was he was pretty young. So. Um... Too old for Pacific. So right. Stop it. You guys are the worst. He's, he's a week away from 31. Never mind 30. He's a week away from 31. It's true. Yeah. I'm sorry. Cause he was 17 when he started with. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm. Okay. Or 18 when he started with TFC. Anyway. Congratulations, Ash. Good, good, good luck with Hamilton. Poor Sir Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. Um, we were gonna, there was no, there wasn't really anything exciting else we were going to talk about that had to do with Concacaf or whatever. We're just going to dive right into some TFC talk. Uh, Executive decisions right over Ek Igbo's big transfer. Ugh. Yeah, mm. we're going to talk about that next week. Um, we're proud of you, Kristen. Thank you. So we've got a few things to talk about. Uh, first one is uh, it's the Endo Sabasa. Um, so Sabasa mm. Endo, no longer with TFC. And in fact, he's gone down under. Hey, oh. I know, it's not where you expect him to go, but... Um, um, actually, actually, Kristen, um, he went out back. Hey. See, that was right mm-hmm. there. It was right there. It was right there. And that was Crocodile Bum D. Oh, yeah. Oh, Crikey. Anyway, he has signed uh, for <laughs> he's signed for Melbourne City FC um, on his six month contract. 
So it's part of their winter transfer window, or I guess for them, summer transfer window. And uh, yeah, it's 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 going to be weird to not have him like on the, you know, in the squad with the academy team, in the squad with the academy team. Like he just sort of bounces back and forth. But what I did find was interesting when he was saying, you know, when he posted his farewell message on Instagram or whatever, is that last year he did get his his permanent resident status for, as a Canadian. Yeah, and, that's nice. And, and then he, he basically said something like, so I'm taking that with me. It was like, okay. Oh, well, Perfect. thanks. You can come back, I guess. Man, it's it's delightful that you know we're not in any way thinking. Ah, if only he'd stayed a bit longer, he could have become a citizen and qualified to play for Canada. Because yeah, we're way above him now. Which I think, you know, give it a few years ago, we probably were thinking, hmm, anyway, he should do that, and you know, maybe he could be useful. Yeah, we've left him behind. Look, I look for, I look forward to him signing next year, and uh, he'll be the first time ever anyone has ever signed four contracts with Toronto FC. <laughs> Dero's like, hold my kale juice. Um, hold my invisible anyway. check. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good luck. Um, we're all behind you. Hey. Hey. Um, Rather than being in front of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, speaking of former TFC in Australia. Mm-hmm. What a segue. I can't believe that. I know. Oh, that's smooth. That that smooth? I, I'm just surprised that you could ever make that. Speaking of TFC in Australia, go on. Former was, TFC in Australia. Um, smooth the way Endo likes it. Oh. One of my, again, one of my, one of my favorite players who is apparently not – just his career as a coach hasn't been going well. Uh, so Carl Robinson was fired um, by the boy. Western Sydney Wanderers um, on the weekend after mm. a disastrous beginning to the season um, and a, apparently a horrible loss on the weekend on Saturday. So, uh, yeah, and this was, you know, he left another team within the A-League. You know, they threw money at him. And he was given like free reign to build this team however he wanted. And even though the last season wasn't great, they were like, no, no, sorry, we believe in your project. And it's just gone horribly awry. And so, yeah, so Carl Robinson out of a job. Mm. Oh, it does make me sad because I really like Carl Robinson and I want him to do well. I He's running out of Commonwealth. He really is. New Zealand's <laughs> next. <laughs> Um, all right, well, so now on to... You can always go back to the Welsh League. There's got to be teams in the Welsh League that would... Uh, oh, is that's Airbus true. Carefully. Is Airbus available? Mm. Mm. Does Cardiff need a coach now? Um, They're not in the Welsh League, Chris. Oh, come I on know. Now. This is the kind of facts we had covered in the last three weeks. They're a good, proper English club. Anyway... Um, on to current TFC players. So, uh, the big Soteldo, Soseldo swap, it's done. It's sorted. Yay. Yay. Yay finally. Yay. Presumably so, that means that, uh, Soteldo got a bit of extra money out of TFC. I would to, imagine uh, so. To agree to, to, to go away quietly. Yeah. Yes. 
So Soteldo de Tigres and Soteldo here, uh, they've, there's been tons. T- Toronto FC social media people are like just, they've thrown themselves into this particular signing because there are multiple Instagram posts, there's videos, there's interviews, there's cheeky anecdotes from his you know, first press conference. Um, he himself, you know, seems to be a lot of fun on, uh, on social media, um, has a bit of a sense of humor. So he's a good player, like from the looks of it, like this is, this is, this is a good signing. This is something that TFC need. Um, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's done well for himself already. What is he? He's only 24, I think. Um, he's 27 now. Oh, is he that old? I'm not sure. I can't say for sure. If only I'm somebody had. I'm not a journalist <laughs> Any, anymore. Not that anymore. we're back. Now that I'm back, exactly. You've been demoted to non-journalist. Downgraded back to just zip Carlos Joel Salcedo Hernandez is 28 years old. Oh, he's 28. Oh, I was okay. closer. You were. <laughs> See, you are a journalist. Um, anyway. If this was Price is Right, I'd win the showcase. <laughs> <laughs> Close this without going up. You get um, Jefferson Soteldo. Oh crap! Well, I'll just take the money. I should, taken, I should have taken the other. I should have waited for the other showcase, so I could have got two jet Always skis. take the one with the trip. Always take the one with the trip. Um, anyway, so right. this feels this feels like I got a dining set. <laughs> a hutch. What the fuck? Am I going to do this? I don't even have a dining table. <laughs> <laughs> Do people look for other clocks? <laughs> <laughs> so the the big thing with this signing, other than like it, whatever finally gets you know Soteldo uh, off the books and away, because apparently that was necessary. I'm not saying it wasn't, but it seemed to become really, really a, a, a need. Um, I guess this has had to get done before they can tackle the Josie issue, whatever happens there. But the big thing with the signing, other than TFC investing in a defender, they're really investing in a defender, and he is a DP. Now, DP defenders don't happen a lot within MLS. Um, obviously, TFC several years back tried to become the first team to have a, a DP defender, and the league smacked him down. Sorry, Olaf. Um, but you know, that's changed. There have been others. Obviously, Omar Gonzalez was a DP defender, not for TFC, but he was one. Um, what do you think about this in terms of contract? Like, some people are like, DPs should only be attacking players. Um, but TFC's defense has been oh so bad. Mm-hmm. This DPs feels like... Be- I think DP should be game changers and doesn't, you know, except for possibly in goal. I I, I think Mm -hmm. if it's a player that can make a team changing um, impact, then I don't have any problem with it. Milan Boyan to TFC says Tony Walsh. Okay. (laughs) That rumor for a day and a half. That was glorious. I, I I would I tend to agree with that with uh, Tony's point about DP keepers. I think that's 
I think that's particularly silly, uh, mostly because the U.S. has got such an absolute depth of like just decent MLS caliber keepers. And yeah. I feel like there's at least five or six clubs worth of keepers out there that are mm-hmm. just not playing in the league because they're in USL or they're just somewhere else, or they have yet to graduate college. Like there's, just, <laughs> there's just a lot of goalkeeping talent. And I've been, I've been quite, quite vocal of, of the caliber of keep of caliber of quality that, that the United States uh, produces in, in keepers. That being said, as far as this situation goes, I think under normal circumstances where, it was just we're gonna get Salcedo and that's it. I'd be like, okay, that's a that's an odd that's an odd move. I know TFC's hurting for defenders, but um, okay, sure. But because they managed to offload a problem, it's 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 a different situation uh, because now they're taking the risk that they're gonna be in a better situation with this trade. So in that case. Okay, I'm like I'm all for it. Who knows how how long uh, Soteldo's contract was was going to be for, and mm-hmm. it would cost to pay him out if they could just straight up trade him and you know dust your hands of the whole situation. Then so be it. So I I, I think I kind of feel like at least from an administrative and scouting perspective, this is a massive win on the pitch. TBD, obviously. Uh, I've I've heard. You know, some have gone on about how he's not had the best of seasons, but okay. I don't know what that means because I don't watch League MX. I don't know what I need. I'm just taking somebody's opinion. You could always say shit about the guy who's leaving. Um, So, um, yeah, I I think as of right now, no games played, I think is a great move. Mm -hmm. Agreed. I'm fine with it. Uh, You know, TFC need a center back if we can get like, some guy who's currently a Mexican international, mm. some guy who's like still playing for T-Grace at a higher level, what have you. He's not like he's some worst. Oh, well, that guy used to be good. So yeah, oh yeah, you'll be able to do well at MLS. It's like, no, he's still good. He's and, still playing at a high level. We can bring yeah. him in. And that and should to, work. to pile on to Duncan's point, like playing for Mexico, that's that's I mean, that's that's, That's huge. huge. They're currently third in CONCACAF qualifying standings. They're going to make the World Cup. <laughs> they are behind a couple teams. But, you know, that's, that's he's doing good work, apparently. Oh, bless. They're plucky. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll find some success at some point. It'll be fine. You know, I'm sure there, things will turn around for them. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think it's... <sighs> sort of akin to like talking about like someone who's going to be a game changer and, and, and defenders can be that. And especially if you have, you know, a top class defender and, and TFC have had like glimpses of that um, at times with their defense, they haven't had it for the last two or three years, obviously. So I'm kind of, I'm really excited to see, what he does, um, what they're doing with bringing in some, um, some defenders, uh, Lucas McNaughton being one of them. I know you guys talked about him last week, but I'm, I'm very excited to see what happens with that, uh, to see if he catches on with them. But yeah, like this on the face of it, like to see like Salcedo and, um, Mavinga together. Yeah. 
I'm happy for Mavinga. I feel like you know, if he's got a solid defence around him, Mavinga will be a really fucking useful uh, sort of guy to have. Yes. You know, he's got his speed and his slide tackling and all that sort of thing. Um, you know, have solid defenders around him. He can be uh, a really useful addition to that. But uh, yeah, he's, you know, the last couple of seasons or so, it's just, oh, yeah, it's, he just hasn't really had those solid defenders around him or anything like yeah, that. And, and yeah, and I don't think, I, I think he suffers when he has too much responsibility on his shoulders. And he's um, had to be yeah. like the guy because Omar Gonzalez was failing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I think this will be uh, a, uh, we'll see a good sort of bounce back season from Chris Mavinga. They'll say, oh shit, yeah, that guy is really good, isn't he? Then, uh, you know, Shane O'Neill, sure. And uh, yeah, it's got Lucas McNaughton some minutes here or there, mm. hopefully. And uh, all of a sudden, centre back doesn't seem like that much of a, a problem. So, um, yeah, I guess, the, do we have any left backs? Kamal yeah, no. Lawrence is gone, Justin Morrow's gone, Richard O'Reilly could play there, he's gone. Hey, <laughs> Aru? He's could better we... on the right, but he could, could yeah. play over there, yes. <laughs> Not about Ashton Morgan back? Apparently he's available. Oh. Okay. Uh-huh. It's just me, Duncan. Um, That's just me. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, but yeah, I feel like centre-back is oh, okay. Actually, looking pretty good now. Yeah. Well done. Um, you know, with the gaps, obviously, but I like the signing. I'm fine with him being DP. Nice. All right. To the other, so the other day when, when you know, a few days ago, TFC, obviously they're, they're, they're out West, they're in training camp. Um, and the training camp, the current training camp roster was posted by TFC social media people and oh my, what did we see? Sebastian Shavinko's name splashed everywhere. It's me. Is, is is he is is he somebody I should know? He yeah, you know what? You may have heard of him. He 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 played for Toronto for like I don't know a little while. He scored a few goals. Like how many? Small, so it's okay if you've overlooked him. You mean the guy um, who won the Asian Champions Club Champions League? That guy? Oh fuck! What you yes, him. Jesus, yes. I knew I knew you would come up with it. Yes, I'm so proud of you. you. Thank you, Tony. Yes. So, what was hilarious about that was because obviously this set of stuff has been going on and on for months and months and months and months and months and months and months. And months. Um, will they? Won't they? This is like the worst rom com. You know, it's like, you know, show ever, but um, he is, he's out there. He's, 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 he's with the team. Oh, so he's, he's, it didn't even say, it didn't say trialist, didn't say anything just because they had all these asterisks and stars and explainers attached to like half of the names um, uh, that are currently in training camp. And uh, a little while later, TFC social media was like, oh, we, accidentally giant motherfucking air quotes uh put him as on the team no he's just he's just trialing with the team yeah that's that's all i just Um, hope he gets a i hope he gets a fair shake (laughs) but i will say i will say that one picture they posted the first one they posted of him with that smile on his face it was just like oh 
look how happy he is. I admit that was that was well done. That was a good tug at the heartstrings, feel good. Oh, it's happy Saba. And everyone's talking about it. And the players are like, Pozuelo's saying nice things, Bob Bradley's saying nice things. Like there's almost no way this doesn't happen now. Cause it sounds like he's willing to take far less money than he originally wanted. So I remember good old days of training camps when we played BK Hawken and our trialists were from the Gambia. Yeah. Agreed. Good times. Is everyone okay with this as long as they don't pay him too much money? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. It's the money. Yeah. yeah. I, he'll be he'll be a fun sub to bring on for sure. Oh, he'll love it. He'll love being a sub. <laughs> Subba. 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 <laughs> well, you know, like Akinola's just coming back from injury. Josie's gonna be gone. Insigne's not here until July, August. Who 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 else? Who, you know? Yeah, he's Someone's... he's gonna he's not gonna be a sub. He, he'll. Someone's... Oh no, he's starting every game. But I know. But there was a part of me that kind of like, if he ended up being a sub, I mean, is it wasteful? I don't I don't know what condition he's in. He's probably he's probably fine. Like he'll he he's probably in top MLS esque shape. Like that's it was more of the, it was just more of the idea of like if he's not getting paid DP money and. Yeah, and so oh, he's no. lost a step he or two. Like, yeah, it's like yeah, I like. It's more of a theoretically. I could see him as a sub. Realistically, no, no, absolutely not. I mean, wow. if, if his signing doesn't hamper their ability to sign an aforementioned left-sided defender, mm-hmm. you know, then sure, fine. But if his signing then hamstrings them in positions that need to be filled, like in a starting 11, then that's a different story. Mm-hmm. I look forward to him uh, playing centre-back until Ayo Akinola is, uh, sorry, playing centre-forward until Akinola is uh, fully fit. I think he'd be a good good target man. I, I'd prefer good. to see him in centre-back, actually, your first. <laughs> <laughs> that would also be interesting. Can, can Seba play left-back? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Sure enough. Why not? We'll have, we'll have, you know, he, he and Auro, we'll have the, we'll have the, we'll have the tiniest outside backs in the league. Yeah. And left-backs these days, it's more about what they can do in the attack. Going forward anyway. So absolutely, yeah. Yeah. If, if Alfonso Davis could be all of a sudden he's a left That's back. true. Goal-scoring machine. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, we've solved it. We've solved it, people. Yes. Once again. Juvenco, left back. Yeah. Yes. That's what we do. Is a left back. All right. If, if a superstar like Alfonso Davies can do it, then you can do it too. Fucking suck it up, but a cup you play in left back. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. One last thing before we go, TFC related. Uh, Justin Morrow, a wonderful Justin Morrow, who retired at the end of last season. Yeah, we've been um, celebrating him for weeks. It's been yeah, yes. Yeah. Who, um, you know, made a decision to stay in Toronto, not go back to the States, which was wonderful to hear. Obviously he and his family really like it here. He's very engaged with the community, um, but hadn't announced what he was doing yet. Um, Looked like he was going to stay with an MLSE, whether it was, you know, wasn't sure what the job was going to be. Well, today he's joining Toronto FC's front office 
as the technical development manager. And so he's going to be sort of like liaison and developing between the Academy TFC two and the first team, um, which is, which is kind of cool. I didn't realize that he was interested in that pathway. I thought he was going to go more of a, more of an activism uh, kind of route within the, within the organization in terms of, uh, you know, diversity and uh, continue on with black players for change. Um, but maybe more just as like Canadian contingent sort of thing. And I'm sure that's still going to be part of it, but like, I'm happy. I think it's great to have somebody like Justin Morrow as part of the organization to sort of keep them focused on some other things that isn't just money. Well, it was mm -hmm. this or sign with forge. <laughs> Fuckers! Keep keep uh, keep your eyes peeled, uh, Tony, on the on Twitter because it's only Tuesday. <laughs> and champ and 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 Champions League is like uh, like two weeks away. So there you go. Who's Azul? Mm. Mm -hmm. That's why they signed Ashton Morgan. Yeah, who can, who can resist? Who can resist the draw of the Azteca? Well, actually, well, just think, think, but think about how much CCL experience Ashton Morgan actually has. Yeah. Too much. This is this is good for them. Damn it! Fuck. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, that, that's why he's he's gone there. You know, I'm sure he probably did have enough of TFC with their left back issues and everything. But he wants Champions League football, so you know, he wants it. to he wants to play in Europe. He's got to go to Hamilton. Yeah, it's true. Most convoluted career path ever. It's mm. not even. I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not even saying that you're wrong. It sounds far too logical. I hate this. I hate it, it here. Makes, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, Kristen. <sighs> so glad wow. I'm back. That, that just sounded exactly like Tony's impression of you. We make you fun of who? Yeah, there we go. Oh. On, three, on, on three, Kristen. Three, two, one. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, I couldn't tell the difference. No, me neither. Oh, what have I done? All right. That's the end of our show. <laughs> no, seriously, that's the end of our show. It's a really fucking long one. Sorry, everyone. Um, please join us next week when we uh, hopefully recap another Canadian triumph. Um, and I don't know, see what else is happening with TFC in the off season. Um, and then we'll start to look ahead to the Canadian women's national team uh, tournament uh, in England. That's in a few weeks and see what else is going on in the wonderful world of football that interests us or not what's happening with wrestling, maybe hockey. I don't know. Um, the gentlemen have graciously allowed me to join them this week. So um, thank you guys. You're Appreciate lucky. you having me on. Absolutely. Um, sure. Blessed. It was nice of you. I appreciate I it. Blessed. Yeah. It just feels good to be included. Uh, anyway, the entire Book Minority podcast panel was here this week uh, to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. On the tweet machine at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. So, Kristen, uh, like <laughs> Ottawa's a city. 
right? Ottawa is a city, you're right. Oh. Not happening in Ottawa. No reveal. Damn. Mm. In the Twitterverse, at KitNerdMark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you, everybody, for your continued support via Patreon. We absolutely appreciate it. Uh, we still have shirts. They're on our Zazzle shop. You can find the link on our website, vocalinearity.ca. And um, I'm I'm actively trying to see if I can upgrade my tickets for that Champions League game against uh, Cruz Azul uh, so I can go sit in the fancy, fancy seats because it's still February and it's still that stadium and it's going to be at 8 p.m. So if I want to still have a wife, I <laughs> promised her some heat. So and not 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 the good one that you're all thinking dirty mind. Uh, bring wow. the heat, you know, like like, mm-hmm. like like furnace type stuff. But anyway, uh, yeah. Hope I get them. There you go. Fingers crossed. Uh, as for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it. <laughs> For goodness.